Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. This morning, we're going to speak about the glory of God. Uh, and if all goes according to plan, we're going to be here until about three in the afternoon. So get ready. Hope you guys are ready. Come on, stand to your feet with me this morning. In Matthew 21, there's this story of Jesus going into the temple and he's, he's throwing over tables. He's making a whip and a whip and he declares that my house shall be called the house of prayer. So this morning we're going to have a prayer meeting here in this house. God is going to break loose. God's going to come through as a healer, as a provider. There's going to be provision released in this house this morning. God's going to be released as a banner over your life. He's actually going to fight for you. God is going to be released as a savior here this morning, here in this house. Those of you who don't know Jesus are going to see God move in a way you've never even thought or imagined, and you're going to give your life to Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. This is what we're going to do right now. In the Old Testament, the Lord instructed Moses to build something. It was called the Ark, the Ark of the Covenant, often referred to as the Ark of the Testimony. In this Ark, you just think of a big box, there was three objects. One, were the, one was the two tablets, which rep- represented God's covenant with his people. There was a gold pot filled with manna, which spoke of God's provision for his people. It was a testimony. And the other one was the rod of Aaron, a rod, which actually he used for walking, it actually sprouted, it actually sprouted life. An almond branch actually came out of it. You can study that on your own. But this is the significance of this box, is that the testimony, what covered the testimony was the mercy seat of God. The mercy seat of God is where the glory of God rested. This is what it means, that when your testimony is released into any atmosphere, the mercy seat of God comes and covers that testimony and says, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. So this is what we're going to do right now for the next minute. For the next minute, I just want you to close your eyes. And in your own way, I want you to release the testimony of God of what he's done in your life into this atmosphere right now. Ready? One, two, three. Start releasing it from your lips right now, here in this place. Every testimony that you can possibly think of, every single thing that he's done, your kid's salvation, your salvation, your marriage, your work, your job, every single breakthrough, release it. Let it come out of your lips right now in Jesus' name. Every single one, be loosed, be loosed, be loosed. Let this place be filled with the testimony of Jesus Christ. That the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Let him do it again. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. If you ran out of testimonies, just praise his name. Put his name on your lips. Right now. Right now. Right now. Come on, Jesus. Keep going. 30 seconds. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Every testimony you can think of. Everyone, everyone, let it, let it release. Every financial breakthrough, every spiritual breakthrough, every physical breakthrough, every healing that he's done for your life. 15 seconds, let's go. Come on, keep going, keep going, keep going. Praise his name, praise his name, praise his name. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, now everyone just lift your hands to the Lord right now. Father, we thank you for what you're about to do in this place. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you that the testimony of Jesus Christ was just released here in this place. 
God, we thank you for breakthrough in healings, signs, wonders, in provision right now in Jesus' name. As, as a banner over our life, as a savior right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, people need breakthrough. We came here this morning for breakthrough. We came here this morning, this morning, this morning, to meet with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We ask for breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough here in this place right now over every single person, over every single situation. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, King Jesus. God, I thank you that as we declare who you are here in this place, as this message goes forth, that you show up in that way today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, get ready for the word this morning. You guys can take a seat. Or you can stand, if you want to stand the whole service. Like, that's cool, too. If you, if you uh, have your Bibles, turn with me to Exodus 33. Exodus 33. How many understand that you're... Level of preparation reveals your level of expectation. Your level of ex or, or preparation reveals your level of expectation. For years and years and years, as a young person, I would go play at a soccer field by myself with no one around. And I would play, and I would play, and I would play. And even when the lights went out, or the sun went down, I would play, and I would play, and I would play. Because my expectation was that one day, I would be playing professional soccer. It didn't matter that no one else was there. It didn't matter that no coach was watching me during those moments. I knew what I wanted, and I was going after it no matter what the cost was. Some of you came in here this morning and your level of expectation was here. And God's saying, I want to meet you here. I want to meet you here. Actually, what I have for you this morning is up here. But God said, I'm going to feed each person this morning according to their level of hunger. How hungry are you? Come on. Where's the hungry ones? How hungry are you for more of God? It's really the question of how much of God do you want? Because you can have all of him. Or, or, or you can have this much. Be like, oh man, you know, I got saved. I'm good now. I'm good. You know, God, like, thank you. I'm going to keep rolling. I'm going to keep walking. So let's read this in Exodus 33. Starting in verse 12, let's start there. Moses said to the Lord, look, you have told me, lead this people up, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, if I have indeed found favor in your sight, please teach me your ways, and I will know you and find, and find favor in your sight. Now consider that this nation is your people. Then God replied, my presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. If your presence does not go, Moses responded to him, don't make us go up from here. How will, I, how will it be known that I and your people have found favor in your sight unless you go with us? I and your people will be distinguished by this from all the other people on the face of the earth. The Lord answered Moses, I will do this very thing you have asked. 
For you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Then Moses said, let me see your glory. He said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim the name Yahweh before you. It will be gracious. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But God answered, you cannot see my face, for no one can see my face and live. The Lord said, here is a place near me. You are to stand on the rock, and when my glory passes by, I will put you on the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away, and you will see my back, and my face will not be seen. Come on, let's just pray over this. Father, we thank you. Oh, God, I thank you for the hunger you're stirring in this house right now. To see the glory of God. God, we want to see your glory here this morning. God, we want to see your glory, the fullness of the glory of God. God, we just speak forth life over this message. Let it go forth. Let it ring forth. God, let your glory fall in this place. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Leading up to this, if you want to flip over to Exodus 15, Exodus 15. How many know that the Bible is, is really just one big story with a whole bunch of chapters? It's actually one big story with a whole bunch of chapters, and it's all about a person, this, this person of Jesus. In Genesis 1, the first words recorded that we see out of the mouth of God is, let there be light. Let there be light. The significance behind this is that a few verses later, God says, let there be the sun and the moon and the stars. Which means... At the beginning, when he said, let there be light, he's talking about a different light. He's not talking about the sun. He's not talking about the moon. He's not talking about the stars. He's talking about a different light. And actually, many rabbis believe when God said, let there be light, that phrase actually means Messiah come forth. At the very beginning, he says, let there be light. Jesus be released in all the earth. At the very beginning. What a phrase. What an incredible choice of words. Let there be light. And how do you know this? At the very end of the book, in Revelation 22, John is in heaven. And John says, there's no sanctuary in heaven because God is the sanctuary. He says, there's not even a sun. I'm not even a sun in heaven because God's glory illuminates all of heaven. And the lamp is the lamb. The lamp is the lamb. Means the glory of God is actually in the lamb of God. John 17, Jesus prays this prayer. He says, the glory, God, that you've given me, I've given to them. What glory? The glory of God that God gave to Jesus. He says, now I I give it to you. It's the glory of God is veiled in flesh to go forth and shine bright into all the earth. Jesus says, well, I'm here. I am the light of the world. But then Jesus calls you the light of the world. And what's he saying? He's saying, let my glory shine forth through your life to influence every single area, every single place. You have the opportunity to shine brighter than the sun. 
change lives, change circumstances, change every single one. So Jesus, the story of the gospel, is found threaded throughout the book of Exodus. I'm going to talk about it, but you can go back and read it. A lot happens. In Egypt, it's a place of what for the Israelites? A place of? slavery. It's a place of slavery. And God has this incredible plan, this man he was raising up, Moses, to come and be the deliverer. Deliverer. So Moses is like the Old Testament shadow of Jesus. He comes into the land, comes into the land, and begins to lead the people out. And they come to this place called the Red Sea. The Red Sea. They have to pass through the Red Sea. And I love how Hebrews puts this. It actually says that they're baptized in the Red Sea. It says they had to go through it. They actually had to be baptized in the Red Sea. That's an incredible frame of mind for all of us here. We do the waters of baptism, right? This is like your Old Testament version. Passing through the Red Sea. It says they were baptized in the Red Sea. And this began their their wilderness journey. They started walking around the wilderness. Anybody get saved and feel like you're in the wilderness? Like, right immediately after? Like, how come every hard thing happened, like, right when I got saved? It's like, uh, well, read the book. Like, yeah, that's kind of what happens. You start walking through the wilderness. But the key about the wilderness is that it's in the wilderness that God begins to reveal his nature to you. And the glory of God is actually found in the nature, the essence of God, of who he is. The glory of God is, is it's who he is. It's his nature. So let's see this. Exodus 15, starting in verse 22. It says this. Then Moses led Israel on from the Red Sea, and they went out to the wilderness of Shur. They journeyed for three days in the wilderness without finding water. They came to Marah, but they could not drink the water at Marah because it was bitter. That is why it was named Marah. The people grumbled to Moses, what are we going to drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he threw it into the water, the water became drinkable. He made a statue and ordinance for them at Marah, and he tested them there. And he said, if you will carefully obey the Lord your God, do what is right in his eyes, pay attention to his commands, and keep all his statutes, I will not inflict any illness on you. I inflict it on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. The term for that is Jehovah Rapha, R-A-P-H-A, Jehovah Rapha. I am the God who heals you. How many of you understand that in slavery, they didn't learn about the God who heals you? It was in the wilderness. It was in the place where they actually needed him to break through in healing and signs and wonders that they saw God move as Jehovah Rapha. That in the place of bitterness, the place is actually called bitterness. In the place of bitterness, God breaks through. And this is so key. He shows him a tree, shows Moses a tree representing the what? Representing the cross of Jesus Christ that was thrown into the bitter waters and heals the waters of bitterness and makes them sweet for you to drink. Come on, anybody with me? If you need healing in your body, I want you to stand to your feet right now. You need healing in your body. You can stand to your feet if you can. Healing in your body. Healing in your body. You need healing. You need God to break through in your body right now. The Lord God is Jehovah Rapha. He is. It's the essence. It's the glory of who he is. It's part of his nature. My brother just shared a a testimony with us the other day. Is that his whole life he's had this uh, heart murmur. 
his whole life. Like even as a kid, they said he was going to have to have heart surgery and he, he wasn't going to be able to play sports and all these kind of things. And every time the doctors would listen to his heart, they would hear this murmur. It's, it's basically like there's a valve missing from your heart and blood gets backed up. And he said the other day, they're going through a, the adoption process and a doctor listened to his heart and said, there's no, mur- no murmur anymore. It's like, I can't find it. I don't, I don't know what you're telling me. I know what you're telling me. Like, I understand. I, I, know, I know how to listen for this, uh, but it's completely gone. The other day, Kayla and I were just walking downtown and um, a, a new friend of ours, who's, we met him this past summer. His name's Eugene. And Eugene was just sitting on the sidewalk and we started talking to him and asked if we could pray. And he's like, oh, I don't really have anything going on. And the Lord led us to pray that all pain in his body would completely leave. And it did. We saw him started to shake. And I said, Eugene, what's going on? He's like, I don't know, but all my pain is completely gone right now. So God is Jehovah Rapha. He's restoring hearts. He's restoring minds. If you're around one of these people, I want you to begin to lay your hands on them right now. And begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. God, we just release healing in this, in this house. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God who heals. We restore minds. We restore bodies right now in Jesus' name. That my house shall be called the house of prayer. And we will declare who you are. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. Right now in Jesus' name. We release healing in this house over every single body right now. Right now, right now, restore, restore, restore. That as the tree was thrown into the waters and what was bitter was made sweet, we thank you that the blood of Jesus Christ shed on that cross has done the same for our bodies right now. Wholeness, wholeness, wholeness right now in Jesus' name. Wholeness to everybody, everybody. Right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, be loosed, be loosed, be loosed. Let the glory of God fall in this place right now. Glory of God fall right now over everyone. Come on, Jesus. Come on. If you're one of those people who got prayed over, test it out, try it out. If you felt any difference, just raise your hand right now. If you felt a difference in your body, if you felt God move, come on right now. Right in the back there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah, God, we just declare that you are Jehovah Rapha over our lives right now in Jesus' name, Jehovah Rapha. Let this place be filled with the glory of God right now, the fullness of all that you are, King Jesus. Come on, let's keep moving. Exodus 16. It's about to get crazier. So understand this. In Exodus 16, they leave from Mara, the place of bitterness, which Jesus is healed and made whole, And they enter into this place called the wilderness of sin. Come on, really? Like, it's actually called the wilderness of sin? It's like, yeah, that's actually where they went. They were walking through the wilderness of sin. The people get hungry and begin to complain. Be like, hey, can we get some food here? We're really hungry. All our preserves, everything we, all the reserves, everything we brought with us from Egypt has run out. God, we got nothing. Anybody ever been in that place where you're like, dude, I got nothing. I got no money. I got no food. That fridge is empty. I got nothing. 
I need God to break through right now. I need a sandwich. Like, <laughs> so that's like, that's like where they're at, right? And God begins to do something so incredible. He begins to rain down manna and quail from heaven. I love this story. I love this story because it reveals the hearts of the people. And God says, every day you're supposed to go out and you're supposed to collect what you need for that day. And he says, anything you hold over, meaning like if you get enough for three days and you were only supposed to get enough for one, that stuff will go moldy. What was God teaching his people? The ones who took extra said, I don't really believe God's going to show up tomorrow. I see today, I see the manna today, but I don't believe God's going to do it tomorrow. So I'm going to store up for myself today because I don't trust him for tomorrow. And this time in the desert became this time where the nation of Israel began to learn that God was Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. The God who provides. He provided the manna from heaven. That's absolutely amazing. So we're going to do something a little different here this morning. If you're a single mom, can you stand to your feet? A single mom. I just want you to stand to your feet. Yeah, that's all right. You're you're, you're going to like this one. So the Lord put this on my heart midweek. The Lord put this on my heart this week. Jesus. You're going to know God as Jehovah Jireh in that place. You're going to know God as Jehovah Jireh. This is what I want you to do. If you're a single mom, I want you to close your eyes right now. I want everyone else to take out your wallets. And if you're a single mom, I want you to hold your hands out. Hold your hands out. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to fill their hands with cash. We're going to fill their hands with cash. God is Jehovah Jireh, and I love how he begins to provide through his people. This is breakthrough. We talk about this being a church of a generous church. Hello, come on. If you have a need, sow a seed. If you're a single mom right now, hold out your hands. Come on, hold out your hands. God is going to break through right now here in this place. Don't be ashamed to receive. Don't, no, 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 no. Stand to your feet. Stay with us. Stay with us. Stay with us. Everyone, stand up. If God's got, just allow God to lead you somewhere. Come on, right now. God is breaking through here in this place. Here in this place. Here in this place. Give extravagantly. Extravagantly. Extravagantly right now in Jesus' name. Be released. Be released. Be released. Come on, Jesus. Come on, let that spirit of poverty be broken off this place right now in Jesus' name. You do not have to live this way. You have a good, good father who is Jehovah Jireh. Be released, be released, be released right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, Jesus. Come on, let that sink in. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Jehovah Jireh. 
If you're, if you're a single mom, we just bless you, bless you, bless you. You guys can take a seat. Anyone who sowed into them, we just bless you. Right now, in Jesus' name, let your household be blessed. Let your finances be blessed. Right now, in Jesus' name. Some people were so offended, they actually had to just leave. Actually, I, I watched half, half of them walk out. They're actually so offended at the goodness of God. It's actually the goodness or the kindness of God that leads to repentance. It's the kindness of God. The goodness of God. He's actually that good. Sometimes we don't believe it, and we actually have to run from it. And he's saying, would you just run to me? I'll be your dad. I'll be your father. I'll be your husband. I'll stand by you. I think sometimes if, if we actually knew the fullness of the goodness of God, you and your flesh would be so offended, you would have to run. I think often in America, we look at our bank account and say, that's, that's what I got. And God says, as a son and a daughter of the king, I've actually given you the fullness of heaven. All the storehouses of heaven, all that I have is yours. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Right now. Come on, Jesus. Break loose in New England. Right now. Come on, let's keep moving. Exodus 17. Exodus 17. They move into this place called Rephidim, which actually means support. It's a place of support. It's a place where the people begin to complain again because there's no water. Again, they're, they're thirsty again, right? So that kind of happens Every, all, all these times. Like in the natural, if you drink, you're going to get thirsty again. You'll, 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 you'll recover from it. But in the, nat, in, the, in, the, in the spiritual, in the spirit, when you drink, when you drink, when you drink, God says, I'll give you li- rivers of living water and you'll, they'll never run dry. It's like you'll never go thirsty again. What does that really look like? So this is, this is what happens. God leaves Moses to actually take his staff, take his staff and hit a rock. And out of the rock comes rivers of living water that begin to restore the people. What is this a picture of? The rock is actually a picture of Jesus. And when he hits the rock, out of the water, out of the rock comes rivers of living water. What was impossible, he says, what's immovable out of this place comes rivers of living water. But Moses names this place something. He names it Masa or Meribah, which means a place of testing, the place of quarreling. Amalek was a king in this area, and he begins to come against the Israelites. He begins to come against these people and begin to go to war. And Moses says to Joshua, to Joshua, get the, get the, get the, uh, uh, the army ready for battle, and you guys are going to go out and fight. And this is the significance of this, that Moses goes up on a hill with Aaron and Hur. He begins to go up on a hill, and as long as Moses lifted his hands unto the Lord, what would happen? the army of the Israelites would win. When his hands went down, they would lose. 
it would switch. How many of you understand when you are in the midst of a spiritual battle, when you are in the midst of a place where you need breakthrough, your hands down here do you no good. Your hands up here bring the king of heaven down into your situation for breakthrough in every single circumstance. And Moses declares that day, he sets up an altar and says, the Lord is my banner. The Lord is my banner. This name is Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. And it's actually a warfare term saying, I will fight for you. I'll fight for you. I'll actually do it. I'll fight for you. Lift up your hands right now if you're in a spiritual battle. If you need God to break through, spiritually speaking. I need God to break through. God, there's that situation at work. There's a situation with my son, my daughter. God, there's a situation with my wife, my husband, my kids. I need God to break through. Lifting your hands up is when heaven comes down. So we just release that right now over you. Right now, God, as our hands go up, they go up in this place. We are reaching to the heavens saying, God, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what's going to go on, but I'm going to lift my hands in victory. I'm going to lift my hands in praise. I love you, King Jesus. Come down into my situation and fight for me. Fight for me. Fight for me right now in Jesus' name. If you're one of those people raising your hand, begin to open your mouth and begin to pray into that situation. God, we declare victory over every situation, over every circumstance right now in Jesus' name over every single one. Victory, 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 victory. Restored relationships right now in Jesus' name. Relationships be restored. Every spiritual battle won. The armies of heaven be loosed into their situation right now in Jesus' name. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough in your life. We just release it over every single one of you right now in Jesus' name that you will see God as your banner. Jehovah Nisi be released in every situation right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And if you're one of those people who raised your hand, give God the praise right now in Jesus' name. If the worship team, you guys can come on up. Moses has this incredible, incredible journey. He, he walks through the wilderness with these people who wouldn't stop complaining for 40 years. Come on. Somebody complains for one day, and you're like, get that guy out of here. And he's like, 40 years of this. But coming into Exodus 33, this is, uh, this is so significant. Moses knew God as as. Jehovah Nisi, as Jehovah Jireh, as Jehovah Rapha. And in this moment of brilliance, Moses is with God, and Moses is known as the man who knows God face to face, speaks to God face to face. And this is the hunger that was in Moses that needs to be in every single one of us. That when God breaks through in your life, you don't stop pressing in. You say, oh my gosh, I, I, there's more. And there's more. And there's more. And there's more. Oh my gosh, and there's more. 
And he says to God, God, show me your glory. And God responds by saying, I'm going to show you my goodness. Because my glory is actually revealed in my goodness. He's like, that's an aspect. And if I, if I showed you the fullness of my glory, you'd die. I believe God wants to release a hunger in this house for pressing in for more of God. How many of you understand that, that the Israelites learned that he was Jehovah Rapha when they needed healing? They learned that he was Jehovah Jireh when they needed provision. They learned that he was Jehovah Nisi when they were in the fight. Some of us are in the midst of these things and we're praising a different God. Not the God who can do something about it. It's time that the body of Christ in our moment of need, in our moment of breakthrough, in our moment of the battle, of the fight, lifts up one name. That we wouldn't complain, but we lift up his name. Jesus. Jesus. There's only one person who can do anything about it. Jesus. Jesus. It's not my coworker. It's Jesus. I need Jesus to break through right now. My, my, my situation is extreme. My, my situation is impossible. I need Jesus to break through right now here in this place. Come on, Jesus. I need Jesus. In Mark 4.24, it says this. To the measure you use, it will be measured unto you. And if you don't use, even what you have is going to be taken from you. What does that mean? It means that every Sunday when you come into church and you hear a message and God speaks into your life, if you go out there and do nothing with it, even what you have, he's going to take it away. Do you know what God loves to do? Feed the hungry and make them hungrier. People who are passionately pursuing him go to deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper places of God. I believe God is leading the body of Christ right now in this hour into the deepest place it has ever been. And the hungry are going to those places. The hungry are seeing God manifest in ways that that we didn't even know were possible. We didn't even know it was possible. We heard a testimony the other day from a new friend of ours who in a junior in college, the Lord told him to do an evangelistic rally at his university. The event was going to cost $120,000. He's a junior in college with no job. Even if he had a job. (laughs) And he followed in the ways of his father. And God broke loose and provided every single dollar he needed for that event. And 1,200 people got saved at his school. (laughs) Honestly, if I can do it, I don't really want to be a part of it. I want to be in a place of faith all the days of my life. I want to be in that place. 
Because it's the place of the impossible. It's the place of faith where the God of the universe breaks through. If I can do it, why does he need to show up? He doesn't. As we begin to sing this last song, I just want you to stand to your feet with me as we close. God spoke to you this morning, if God did something in your life, if you believe God broke through, I just want you to come forward and worship from a different place right now. I want you to come forward and fill this place. If you feel God did something different in your life, if there was breakthrough, even as Jehovah Rapha, as Jehovah Nisi, as Jehovah Jireh, if you're believing God is breaking through right now, I just want you to come and fill this platform as the, as the team begins to sing out this next song. Father, we thank you for breakthrough, for breakthrough, for breakthrough. We, God, we thank you for honoring us with opportunities to see you break through. God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you that each one of us right now here in this place would know the fullness of the glory of God. Father, be released over this house. The fullness of the glory of God. The fullness, the fullness, the fullness, the fullness, the fullness. That the goodness of God, the goodness of God would draw us in. Would draw us in. Come on, King Jesus. Come on, King Jesus. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, everyone said... Amen. Come on, let's worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords right now. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 